and welcome. <laughs> welcome back to the show, Joe. Thank you. Yes, uh, this is Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice from Above the Law. That's Catherine Rubino. Yeah, I'm back uh, for the first time ever. Yeah. I was not on an episode in any form. There was a previous one where I did. I, I only participated by uh, recording the disclaimer after the fact. But uh, <laughs> this was the first time I had no involvement at all. It's over 200 episodes. Yeah. That's pretty impressive yeah. run yeah. That, that was broken. And yeah, no, I mean, I... I I am impressive. It's um, <laughs> you it, used to be anyway. You know what? Sometimes you've got to you've got to let people uh, you know try things out for themselves. I I assume now you have a much greater respect for the stuff I do for the show because nope. you had to. Okay, nope. Cool. Uh, more to the point, I think that it's uh, you make it seem like your job is way more important than it is. Okay, so. Fant that did not turn out the way you had hoped. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's so great. So remind our listeners, you were gone for a tech conference. I was, although, <clears throat> I don't know. I Hold on. I need a ruling here. Yeah. Yes. This asking me about the tech conference, that constitutes small talk. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Ours that was pretty forced. I, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, it wasn't one of our necess necessarily one of our topics. So this becomes the section where we talk about small talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I was at a tech show. I was in Las Vegas at the International Legal Tech Association annual conference, ILTACON. How that uh, work out for you? Well, actually, let me rephrase. I was at the ALTACON, which was the hastily thrown together alternative show that I was running out of the, you know, the above the law global tech affairs suite that I had. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we, so yeah, it's a huge show. So wait, why, why, why was there an alternative? Well, uh, yeah, they, uh, well, they didn't uh, invite press people. Well, they invited a couple and then those people didn't come. So uh, they didn't. So the press people who were there, uh, with the exception of uh, our friends from Legal Tech News, who were the only press people that I could tell who actually were invited and came, uh, all the other folks that they invited, they didn't let in. Uh, up to and including, they invited somebody who sent someone in her stead, and they said that she that that person couldn't even go in, even though she was there on behalf of that outlet. So was there strict COVID regulations or what? Well, that was originally the logic. Uh, was occupancy issues sure. but then the occupancy stuff all fell by the wayside when they started selling tickets and then so you could have bought your way in but they weren't going to give it to a press person. basically yeah oh, yeah that, I, that seems great. like what it's like yeah everyone had to be vaccinated and all uh so there was that but we we all would have been anyway it was a uh, it was something of an unforced error but it happened uh mm -hmm. it, whatever the the point of the show is even if the administration of the show goes off the rails the show itself is made up of the people who go and they are Every year I find it's like a palpable excitement and enthusiasm among people who do this work. I, it's kind of mid-year, so you always get to hear how the first half of the year went and what they're working on for the second half. And the exciting stuff, some of these people are innovating. Like, you know, it seems kind of nerdy, but like the, the, bus does. the business of law has a lot of, it takes up a lot of people's time. You know, you do a lot. And there are ways to make it so that you don't have to use so much time. And uh, that's what these people do. But isn't do. that fundamentally a problem for the billable hour? Well, not really. You could also, I mean, it's like any kind of labor-saving device. The world didn't come to a stop just because we made other labor-saving devices. You 
you can do these things that make it better. Uh, it certainly helps the clients uh, sure, who are ultimately sure, sure, who sure. matter. And then really, I, I find in those sorts of things, it's really the clients that push lawyers to adapt a lot of this stuff because it's you know, in their best interest that lawyers not spend too much time doing work that computers can do. And the, the hours don't necessarily need to change either. If if the four hours you are going to spend on a matter are two hours of digging through your inbox and then two hours of thinking about the law, if you can change that to being 10 minutes of inbox management and three and, and more time thinking about the law, the bill's the same, but at the end of the day, you've provided better service. So whatever. Mm -hmm. Point is, it's a group of people who are excited about the, what they do and I get to hear about it and it's a lot of fun and we did it in a I think the word, the, the correct terminology is baller. Uh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Okay. At the top of, uh, I had the penthouse of the Ooh, Mandalay Bay. It was, it was very nice. Legal Tech News came in and basically with every interview we conducted said, I think everyone needs to take a second to realize that how, what above the law did here. <laughs> like they, they did this right. And I was like, yeah, we, we, but it was a, it was a great time. So, meeting so with what folks. was sort of the motivation? And I, I obviously am, am feeding you some questions here, but I was aware that you were going without a formal invite mm -hmm. um, before this conversation. What was sort of the, your rationale for kind of leading the drive to, I need to go to the show even though they don't seem to want me? Well, there are two things. Uh, on the one hand, I mean, look, and this was a theme that I heard from exhibitors who were there too. And, you know, some major exhibitors pulled out too. So it mm -hmm. wasn't like everybody kind of uniformly came. But... <sighs> Part of it was I felt like, as I do think that this is a valuable gathering of people every year, I felt like I owed it to everybody to go. I somebody <laughs> in a, like get back to normal sense. Somebody or had a, to go first yeah. uh, as a show, and if we want to continue having these sorts of conferences, then think uh, thought leadership Events, summits. Yeah, basically, yeah. once there's an opportunity, especially after a year where they probably took a bath on a lot of contracts, mm -hmm. you, you know, you you need to help and. Part of that helping is going. And so I was going to go. There were a lot of vendors who were interested in talking to me. So I was like, well, I will definitely do that. Mm -hmm. uh, even though obviously we could all Zoom, it just. It's better. You, you yeah. accomplish more yeah. when you're in person in this way. Not to say that, that I don't want to be turned into an anti work from home person, but sure. I. There are certain I think we need jobs. a balance going forward, yeah. right? And it's not a situation where you necessarily have to go in every day. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, there are times when seeing folks face-to-face -face makes a difference. Frankly, I'd already been contacted by vendors about are you going before the dis there was a discussion about whether or not I was going to be invited. And mm -hmm. I assumed I would be as I'd covered the show for like five years. But no, uh, ultimately they didn't. But I still was like, well, I'm still going to go. I mean, the the... The people want to meet with me. They will still the do so. people demand it. Yeah, they, they will still meet with me if I'm not on the floor of sure. the conference. It's an inconvenience for them to walk from there to the and go up an elevator to the penthouse. But everyone was very gracious about being able to give me that time. And uh, it well, was it's great. also, I'm sure, in their best interest as well. And yeah. I mean, I've not covered nearly as many tech conferences as you have. But one of the more annoying parts about covering it and trying to talk with folks is trying to figure out where they are, where you're meeting. Oh, gosh, I'm in the wrong aisle, that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and also just the volume of the floor when you when you do meet up with folks, it's really it can be a very loud, you know, not very conducive environment. And it, it seems like having a quote baller unquote sweet <laughs> probably help with some of that. It did definitely help with that. That said, at this particular show, being lost 
and having loudness and a crowd were not issues that you were going to have. Uh, it was this, a. This seems like the intro to a, <laughs> it was, uh, a story. It, it, so it, the in-person side of it was not particularly well attended. You know, a few hundred people, obviously, representatives of a lot of vendor, the, the big vendors in space, obviously, but a pale shadow of what a fully attended version of this conference looks like. You know, that's the thing. We so were. The, what are you talking about? Like half as many folks, less? Well, this is an interesting question. ILTA is, uh, their, their official numbering system of how many people are there I, changed a lot. Uh, throughout the weekend, it was uh, <laughs> there was a number, then it was a smaller number, then it was yet another smaller number, and those of us who were there were saying, "I think it's even smaller than that." Yeah, so the I think we're all at this point used to entities in power not delivering the correct numbers, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was a small group of people. Uh, the exhibit floor, I was told, was more or less vacant uh, mm. at most times, but. You know, you still got people there. You still got good conversations. It was still incredibly busy from my perspective up in the suite. So well, that's good. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, you survived travel to a pretty busy place, assumedly without catching COVID. So that is know, correct. Uh, points I, for that. Yep. 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 I'm vaccinated and I was able to be in Las Vegas. I will say Las Vegas, they are much better than I thought they would be about masks. Okay. Uh, even if you were vaccinated, you needed to wear masks for uh the purposes of being in the casino and that makes sense and people were pretty good about it you saw occasional one person not having it here or there but more or less people were good well that's good so yeah hopefully next year we'll be back to normal and you'll get the invite hopefully hopefully on the other hand though uh like obviously it would be way better but you know we have you still might get the suite anyway i i you know, honestly, a lot of the vendors said that this was a better way of meeting. So even if I am invited, I think we would also want to get something like this for um, for some meetings. Anyway, whatever. Well, that's that's yeah. good. Well, so, so something positive came. You found a slightly superior way to do your business. Good job. Yeah. I also felt like it. I mean, it was the other positive thing that came out of it. I mean, it was just the conversations, which sure, were sure. always going to happen. I, I, but I don't want to make it sound no, like. No, 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 yeah. no. But, you know, there was an improvement even over a non-COVID world of the of the conference. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of technology and making things better and yeah, so on, yeah. uh, you know, it's all about streamlining in it this world. streamlining? Yeah, 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 no. And so that's why I thought maybe now we could hear from the folks at Lexicon. Fair enough. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. All right, we're back. Well, what happened in the world this last week while I was gone? Well, I got pretty salty about one story. Oh, did you know? Uh, well, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, I did. There was um, some coverage on Law.com about vaccine mandates. It's a thing that's increasingly big law firms are requiring all of their staff and visitors and clients who want to visit them in their actual office to be fully vaccinated before they come in, which indeed sounds great. But there were some reports that uh, some legal recruiters uh, talked about, first of all, that associates 
didn't like the concept of a mandate. And I'm like, well, tough shit. You know, we live in a literal pandemic. Get the hell over yourself. This isn't like, you know, mandating what computer you all have to use, which you admittedly should get a voice in. This is, this is a public health matter and Mm -hmm. we should, the more mandates, the better, frankly. Uh, (laughs) But there was also some, some commentary that some people were, avoiding the vaccine so that they can maintain flexibility, quote unquote flexibility, so they wouldn't have to work in the office anymore. Oh, see, this yeah. is why you can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I refer to it as holding public health hostage, which, uh. you know, it is. It made me incredibly, incredibly irritated. Like, uh, this is not to say that I, that folks shouldn't have flexibility or that I'm trying to uh, minimize the import of be the occasional working from home setup or even a more regular one. I understand why this is important. I do. And I understand that they can make a real difference in terms of continuing your job and your job satisfaction and the quality even perhaps of your work. I understand all this is incredibly important. It's not a good reason to not get vaccinated, though, friends. This yeah. is a terrible fucking reason. Yeah. I mean, and it, it also makes me fundamentally question your judgment as an attorney. Yeah. Right. If somebody's working for me, an associate, and they're not vaccinated, and it's because they don't want to come into the office, I, my respect level has, has you can't get that back. Yeah. No, it, it, that does seem problematic. It, like, I mean, part of this also is. A, and why a good reason why firms are should get ahead mm-hmm. of the problem and start talking about the realities of how we're going to transition back. It's when they start saying you're going to be back like normal five days a five days a week, and then also on Saturday for all hours of the night. That's that's the kind of worldview in which after a year of people making arrangements, and sometimes it's arrangements that they can't change on a dime. Right. As right. far as how they live their lives, requiring them to be at home some days. When you do that, then it incentivizes people to do this, make these kind of mistakes. I mean, I think that the plurality of big law firms certainly seem to be coalescing around yeah. a a flexible schedule, which makes sense. Yeah, and I that, think that, that is what's important. I think that firms will expect associates to be in the office a number of days of the week. Yeah, two, three, four. I don't think people are going to expect you to be in the office five. I think you'll be working six, (laughs) but I don't think that there's going to be a a long-term expectation. I think obviously if you're in the middle of trial prep or a deer is about to close, of course things are going to be different. But I think that there's sort of a expectation and a consensus building that five days in the office is not really something that anyone's going to require. And I think that big law firms who are interested in maintaining their recruiting uh, levels that pre-pandemic levels are going to continue that. And frankly, given the volatility of the mid-level lateral market, it seems that people are hiring tons of associates, right? So they want these bodies. They want these folks doing this work. And I don't think that saying, of course, you can work remotely one to two days a week is that much of a sacrifice for a firm. Well, it also tracks uh, and developments that really were already underway before this. I right. mean, I obviously not for the associates as much, but I know a department head for a top tier firm who, when I I visited him in his office a couple years ago, and he said, "Yeah, this is the first time I've been in here in a while," uh, because <laughs> he operates on the once a week 
at best. And this was pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. The part the technology existed, the partners had the ability to do it, and they, you know, mm-hmm. and they're did. Which you're already partner, you're not really worried about that kind of right. FaceTime. Which, which means yeah. But but the key to this is they have proof of concept. Right. Even before COVID, they had proof of concept that things can get done remotely. And so we we see it. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. Commercial real estate's expensive. And yeah, well. if you can give everyone a smaller office, you can remove the couches and everything from the partner offices because they're not going to be there every day. Then, and they don't need to sleep there. <laughs> yeah. You, get, uh, you can get that floor space down quite a bit. Yeah. That's a good point, but I still think that trying to not get vaccinated in order to be able to maintain your work yes. from home schedule is awful. Well, that's yes. just awful. Yeah. Yes, that is a horrible thing. Yeah, I was really, really spicy about it. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, please, please just get vaccinated. I don't know why this is so hard. And the reason to do it is I, I think I, I already gave the, the proof case. I can stand next to unmasked somebody who has COVID for an hour and a half and I, me and everybody else who was there. So this happened at the... At at Ilta, yeah. Oh, interesting. And uh, yeah, and that person was vaccinated too, but you know, law of big numbers eventually... Or not so big numbers, yeah. Yeah, eventually some some percentage of breakthrough will happen when you have a sample size. And especially, you know, it... It's also folks who had been traveling for the most part to get to the show, which obviously just increases your exposure to who knows who. <laughs> but it's good to hear that you're not, you didn't contract uh, yeah. COVID. So congrats on that. Yeah. I don't know. You didn't really leave me a lot to work with there. Am I supposed, um, to, am I supposed to feed you your transition? I, I mean, I don't know. Something, um, something law school, go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I did last week in your absence have to do the ad reads, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and Chris, my uh, Chris Williams, the yeah, assistant yeah. editor above the law, my co-host last week, uh, was pretty impressed with my transition. He said it was very smooth. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It, yes, that's right. Because Chris is new here. He just uh, got out of law school. Yeah, where, he did. Which he went to. He went to to become a lawyer, not an accountant. <laughs> Take advantage of Nota and No Cost IO, the management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnota.com slash legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. So even though you were at this uh, show last week, you still, because remote mm. work works, uh, were able to write some stories. Not quite as many as you normally do, but you were still on top of it. Yeah, I mean, most of the stories I wrote were about the show. Sure, uh, but, uh, the a one, couple of follow-ups. Yeah, uh, but the one that I did not, uh, maybe one, uh, maybe I wrote another one too, but the one that I can remember that I did not <laughs> do, that was that I did that was not about the show, was we got a sentence in the case of... The South Dakota Attorney General, uh, for those who haven't been following along, he killed the guy. That's not, that's not. That's not hyperbole. No, no, he, no. he killed a man. And he did so, and there have been calls by the governor of the state and many in the legislature for him to resign. He's refusing to do so. And it was a car accident? Is that yeah, it? so he went to an event at a bar slash restaurant during the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, really more, on more top of excellent things. judgment. Yeah, excellent judgment. Uh, well, they were raffling off a handgun that had Trump emblazoned on it. Jesus so, Christ. you know, he had to be there for that. Uh, but after we live in the dumbest time, but r- reports are that he was not drinking 
whether or not that's true, who knows? There was nothing. Sure. By the time he was tested, there was nothing. So we'll. Because it was like the next day or something. Yeah, so like we'll that, just right? go ahead and say that. Well, well, you know why it was the next day? Because when he drove home and killed this guy, he then didn't report it for a day. Not a great look. Because he thought he'd hit a deer. The wrinkle to this is when the, the when the detectives got involved and started digging into this, recordings were released of them interviewing where they pointed out the dead man's glasses are in your car because it went through the windshield. So it's hard for you to wow. sell us on you didn't know what you had hit when it had literally gone Entered through your, your car. car. So, okay, so well, he's sentenced for, for what crimes? I'm not gonna well, he was only up. charged with a few misdemeanors. Is, is killing a person a misdemeanor now? It is not in South Dakota. Uh, he was charged with reckless driving-related stuff, uh, changing a lane when he wasn't supposed to, and distracted driving. Uh, the reason it was distracted driving is that the investigators were able to pull the data from his phone so they could verify that while he was driving, he was scrolling conservative <gasps> what news sites. He was just reading like Town Hall and Daily Caller and stuff like that, like these conservative news sites while he was driving, and that that's what happened. So they charged him with distracted driving and nothing else. And uh, yeah, a plea deal was reached where he would uh, not plead guilty. He'd no contested them. Oh and uh, he will pay a thousand dollars for this. So that doesn't feel great. Thousand dollars. He remains in his job. That feels like a broken system right there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a wrongful death suit will inevitably follow. And that's where any real money comes. Theoretically, someone is going to move forward with impeachment in that state, even though this is somebody from his own party, but uh, from the party that controls. But even within that, the governor is like, come on, man. Yeah, you killed somebody. Yeah, you got to get let out. it go. And the and they have recruited the attorney general who retired before this guy mm -hmm. to run in the primary coming forward. So okay. they, they're so very much leaning okay. towards the idea of whatever happens, we can get rid of him. But yeah. Well, you know, I guess that's something. I don't know. Like, it's hard to find silver linings, but here we are. I mean, look, I'm, I'm one of these people who very much thinks that prosecutors overcharge people sure. and that the criminal justice system is Broken. plagued by yeah. how much we uh, believe in punishment when that's not necessarily the best way uh -huh, of doing uh -huh. things. That said, $1,000 on this one uh, it does not seem like it hit the mark. Yeah. Seems like there might be some middle ground between $1,000 and going to prison for a long time. Yeah. Some standard you could have in between that that you could measure and say, like, that's where it goes. Not some, like, vague uh, in-between thing. Anyway, whatever it is. So, <laughs> yeah. You're just staring at me now. No, no. Just uh, trying to yeah. see if there's a an ad read or something you want to throw in it there. No, no. I mean, I, we, we have completed our ad reads. I just, uh, at this point, if you have any other thoughts on this story. and Nope. Cool. I think that might be it. Dislike you intensely. <laughs> Do you? Uh, so for everyone else's benefit, this whole discussion of uh, of what standard goes between two extremes was a legal discussion that she and I got into offline about work. And uh, yeah, and I just brought it up again subtly and she seems displeased with this fight. And yeah, this makes great radio, friends. That's a problem. Like if we were a webcast, this would be great. Because the look on your face when I when you saw that that's what I was doing was priceless. We continue to live in the dumbest timeline. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's the uh, that brings us to the end of the show. And almost the end of the summer. By the yeah. time we uh, 
check in with everyone again. It'll be the, well, unofficial, I guess, end of summer. Uh, Labor Day's Labor coming Day, up. Yeah. You got any big plans for the holiday weekend? I wasn't even tracking that it was happening until you said that, so not really. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess I should start winterfying things. Uh, Is that really a process for you? Yeah. Interesting. Things aren't necessarily on the East Coast. You know, we, we live in smaller places. I got uh, I got winter clothes. I got to take out a hawk and put the summer clothes in, you know. Oh, like for, your wardrobe. Yeah, winterfy. Well, it sounds like you're going to like put like a jacket over your house or something. What would that even look like? <laughs> I don't know. But a that's... giant North face over, <laughs> over a house. I don't know. That, that's, the, that's the image that I called to mind. Wow. Okay. Like a little scarf. You know how like sometimes they anthropomorphize Promorphize houses and stuff, and then like the eyes or the windows, and like the doors, like the mouth. You can see like a little like scarf around, like, like the chimney level, like just a little scarf. Mm -hmm. Tell me, you read one? Yeah, so it's cozy. Say, yeah, no, it sounds great. Um, <laughs> cool, but yeah, no, I hadn't really been tracking, so I don't have any plans. What about you? No, I uh, maybe a barbecue. Something less formal, but you know, gasping. I feel like the summer has been crappy weather wise. I haven't yeah. really had much of an opportunity to enjoy the out of doors as much. And even now that it's hot, it feels incredibly humid and gross out there. But maybe I'll get a burger on the grill or something fun like that. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Enjoy my day off. That's what I'm definitely going to well, do. Well, right, 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 right. No, I think that's, I think that's fair. I don't know as though I will enjoy my day off. I might just be playing catch up with all, <laughs> all You're of You're going to put your uh, winter parka over your house. All right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. So thanks for everybody for listening. You should be subscribed to the show. That way you get new episodes when they come out. You should give reviews, stars, write something. Engagement shows that you uh, care, which is what uh, all those podcasting services are looking for. So do that. Uh, you should be reading above the law as always. Although, as we know, you don't have to be a reader to listen to the show, but uh, we do have some fun stuff on there uh, that we don't necessarily get to every week when we're doing the roundup of stories. You should be following us on social media. She's at Catherine One, the numeral one. I'm at Joseph Patrice. You should check out the other podcasts. Uh, Catherine hosts The Jabot. I'm on the Legal Tech Week Journalists Roundtable every week. And obviously there are shows that the Legal Talk Network does that we're not on that you should check out as well. And with those things said, oh yeah, thanks to Nota by m and Bank and Lexicon for sponsoring. And Peace! Peace!